Hello, hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Amanda Grace here with you. We are going to be bringing our two amazing gentlemen in. Clay Clark and Aaron Antis are with us. We're going to be talking about quite a few things, including a new religion they are trying to push out of Silicon Valley. Why am I not surprised that this is going on? So hello to everybody watching in the United States and around the world and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. I see in the chat, we have people from Florida watching. We have, oh my goodness, I'm looking at the chat right now to see who is watching Canada. Well, people are talking about Pray for Canada right now. Hello from Canada. We love our brothers and sisters in Canada. We're praying for you guys up there. Uh, and Louisiana, uh, California, Oregon. So you're coming in from all over the nation. We are going to open up in prayer and then we're going to bring Clay Clark and Aaron Antis in. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise to your precious holy name. We humble ourselves before you this day, Lord, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary. His body was broken. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation when he said, it is finished. Father, we praise you that he rose again in three days as was prophesied, descended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the Father where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne, and we honor that before you this day. Lord, we invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, Lord, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, to fill this place, to fill where we are, Father God, to powerfully move, Lord, that the weight of your glory would fall, that the power of your presence would move, that you would lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority, Lord, now come forth in Jesus' name. Lord, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. You deserve all the glory, honor, and praise, Father God. We honor you this day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. I always love to open it up, hand it over to the Lord and pray. Okay. So let us bring in Clay Clark and Aaron Antis. Hey now. Hey, how's it going? Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Amanda, I, what I wanted to do today is I really wanted to, if I could, tap into your wisdom and this guy's wisdom. You know, Aaron went to Bible college and yes, he, he did. studied the Bible intensely. I do as well. But, you know, I when you start, when I started seeing this guy, Yuval Noah Harari, talking about oh, wanting to introduce a new religion, oh. uh, I started going, well, where did this guy come from? Right. And in the book of Revelation, it states that when the Euphrates River dries up, that's when you're going to see the false prophet show up. That's Revelation chapter 16. And this guy was praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, and they call him the prophet. And so I thought what I could do, Amanda, is I could play an audio clip of Yuval saying his nefarious things, and then maybe Aaron could could comment on it, and you could as well. And okay. that way uh, people hear very little from me and a lot from you too. So I'm going to hit play here. Let me kick you it up here. Here we go. This is Yuval Noah Harari. How did Christianity become the most successful uh, uh, religion in the world? We can't explain it. <laughs> why, why this story about Jesus of Nazareth? And not, you know, the Roman Empire in the third century uh, CE, 
was a bit like, I don't know, California today. Like so many sects and subsects and gurus and religions, like everybody has their own thing. Yeah. And you have, you know, thousands of different stories competing. Why did Christianity come up on top? As a historian, I don't have a kind of clear answer. You can read the sources and you see how it, it happened. Oh, this happened. And then this happened. And then Constantine adopted it. And then this and then this. But why? I don't think anybody has an, has an answer to that. If you rewind the movie of history and press play, and you rewind and press, pre, uh, press play a hundred times, I think Christianity would take over the Roman Empire and the world maybe twice. Okay, Amanda, I'd love to get your thoughts because this is the guy being praised. I mean, this is who they, Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, they praise this guy. They love this guy. You've all know Harari. I want you to pay very close attention to, to a sentence he said twice, and that is, we can't explain it. You know why he can't explain it? Because he cannot control Almighty God. And that spirit and the power of God, that anointing that is the driving force of Christianity that is there is not a tangible thing that you can put into an AI computer and have it come back out. It cannot be duplicated. They could try to counterfeit it, but it'll never totally be right. A $100 counterfeit bill is never totally right. There's always mistakes that a trained eye can catch. And he has said this twice because he doesn't have an answer for it. He, he doesn't have an answer for Almighty God. He's, he's, he's in a way, answering his own question. Uh, Aaron, again, this is a guy praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, yeah. MIT, Stanford, and Harvard. And what he's saying now is he's saying that religious leaders, uh, even the Pope, are now needing to follow the science first and then put God second. Listen to this, folks. Here we go. We still, at, in, in dealing with COVID, the world, most of the world, even religious leaders, they followed scientific advice. Um, you saw the Pope telling people, don't come to church because this will spread the epidemic, stay at home and uh, uh, conduct services online. So you have people like the, like the Pope or like Jewish rabbis and, and Muslim and Hindu leaders following the advice of scientists. Aaron, what is he trying to say here? You've mm. all know a Harari. Well, I mean, first of all, he's trying to explain something. Science is, is mankind trying to explain what they see of this world that God created and this mankind that God created in front of us and trying to make it fit into a box. You can't do that with God. You can't put God in a box and say it can only be this way. I mean, even back in Jesus' time, you know, he's walking through the streets and he would see somebody who is like an incurable blood disease. Well, science says incurable, but God says it may be impossible with man, but with God, all things are, po are possible. And what you're seeing right now in this, I'll call it this demonic religion that he's trying to spawn, right? is you're seeing them try and say the same thing about Satan that God has already said about himself, in that what I just said, that with man, things may be impossible. With God, all things are possible. Well, on the flip side of that, they're trying to say, take the impossible and say it's possible. For example, a man can be a woman if he wants to. You're sick. A, a woman can become a, you know, 
a cat. I rebuke you. You know, I mean, that people can sort of just become whatever they want. The devil is trying to say that the impossible can be possible if you're on his team. And that's just everything that comes out of this. Now, I want to be very clear. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they, they talk about sending their kids to college. Well, a lot of people say, you know, I want to send my kids to college just for full transparency. I'm not sending my kids to college. I'm forbidding my kids from going to college and you're same doing here. the same. Yeah. So I want to be very clear, though. But a lot of people are doing this. OK. And yeah. in college, they teach this thing called secular humanism. Yeah. Oh, it started when I went to school. Oh, yes. There it is. It's called secular. It's where your feelings are your ultimate authority. Now, I want to be very clear. This guy right here, Yuval Noah Harari. Okay. People say, where did he come from? Where did he come? Where did this guy come from? Well, Barack Obama found him when he was working on this thing called the Gilgamesh Project, which is a scientific project designed to merge animals with humans and to offer eternal life by allowing you to download your consciousness to another human body. So this was the plan of you've all know Harari. Obama finds him and says, wow, this guy's great. He's working on the Gilgamesh project. Now, I'll be able to understand this. If you open your Bible to the Revelation chapter 16, it states that when it states that when the Euphrates River dries up, you're going to see the kings of the east. Uh, they're going to emerge as the Euphrates River dries up. You're going to see the river will dry up and you're going to see the false prophet show up, Revelation chapter 16, and that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Okay, so you're going to see the across. you're going to see the false prophet show up as the Euphrates River dries up. And so as the Euphrates River has dried up, guess what they found? They found the the uh, internment of Gilgamesh. They're finding the artifacts related to Gilgamesh. And here you've all know Harari has shown up has shown up on the scene. Now listen to what he says here. This is unbelievable. You don't have any answer in the Bible what to do when humans are no longer useful to the economy. You need completely new ideologies, completely new religions, and they are likely to emerge from Silicon Valley or from Bangalore and not from uh, uh, the Middle East. And they are likely to, pro to give people visions based on technology. Everything that the old religions promised uh, happiness and justice and even eternal life, but here on earth with the help of technology and not after death with the help of some supernatural being. Okay, he's offering people eternal life now. He's saying step right up. He's saying these things out loud. And Amanda, again, this is the guy who he's not just a rando. He happens to be the world's number one selling author right now. He's sold more books than anybody. And if you go to Stanford right now, he's your keynote speaker. If you go to MIT, he's your keynote speaker. If you're watching late night TV, he's on late night television. How would the world change if Amanda Grace was on late night television sharing the gospel? But Amen. instead, this guy is on late night television. Love to get your thoughts on this idea that he's now offering people eternal life. I'm going to read... Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. And this is what it says. How you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, son of the dawn. You have been cut down to the earth, you who have weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Nevertheless, you will be thrust down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. That's Isaiah 14. That's what he's saying. We're going to ascend and make ourselves like God. This is the Tower of Babel remix for the modern generation. This is what this is. We're going to ascend. Wow. We're going to make ourselves like the Most High. We are going to 
you know, give forth to people things like the most high might, you know, for some, for, for, for a little worm that doesn't claims he doesn't believe in God. He's mm. awfully obsessed in being like him. Yes, he is. You know, this, <laughs> he, what he, this is, I want you to see this. Okay. This is, I want to be very clear. And I want people to really, really understand this. Okay. So he's a lead consultant for Google. Okay. Now Google under his uh, mentorship, remember Yuval Noah Harari is praised. If you do a Google search right now, folks, you can look up the Sultan of Silicon Valley. They're calling him the Sultan of Silicon Valley yeah. and he's praised by Google. And under his mentorship, Google changed their logo to be 666. Now Google, their Google Chrome computer, which is now powering CERN, CERN's logo is 666, right? The World Economic Forum, their logo is 666. They're all located in Geneva, which in the Bible, it states Revelation 9-11. It tells you uh, where Satan is located. Revelation 9-11, it tells you where Satan dwelleth. And all these folks choose to dwell where Satan dwells in Geneva. So he's sitting down doing a Google talk, which is like a educational program at Google. And they're talking about the future of search engines. And listen to what he just interrupts and says here. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. We don't need to wait for Jesus Christ to come back to earth in order to overcome death, a couple of geeks in the laboratory can do it. We don't have to wait until Christ's second coming. Now this, this is at Harvard. He's at Harvard now talking to a group of college students. Listen to this. We don't have to wait until Christ's second coming uh, in order to overcome death. A couple of geeks in the laboratory can do it if you give them enough time and money. You have a lovely passage where you say, looking at the world today, God seems to be making a comeback, but this is a mirage. God is dead. It just takes a while to get rid of the body. Aaron, what is he talking about? Well, he's literally talking about the body of Christ because yeah. he's one of the biggest proponents of, you know, reducing the population of the world down to about 500 million people. Oh, thank which you, Which would Paul. be, you know, that would mean in a room of 16, only one is going to still be here. Yeah. He's talking about depopulation because he has that spirit of antichrist in him where he just absolutely hates the creation that God made, which is man in his yeah. image and after his likeness. And I actually would go back to like that statement about, you know, him, you know, why is Christianity survived through all these years? I just don't understand why. I kind of look back at the nation of Israel. I mean, if you think about the nation of Israel, it is such a, a, a unique nation in that they have been trying to be stamped out of existence by every single power in, from the beginning of its time all the way until now. They're the only nation that lived outside of their physical country for century upon century and still stayed a nation all the way until they came back from 72 AD all the way to 1948. They yes. still were a nation even though they didn't live in their own place. Well, that's because the harder the devil tries to stamp out God's chosen people, the more that they're going to flourish. If you want to see a church, a body of Christ that grows, then put incredible persecution on top of it, just like they did in the book of Acts. During the time of the greatest persecution of the church, that is when the church grows. So I, I am excited about what I see going on with the persecution of the church over You're the last excited couple about of years because it means growth for the church. Now, That's what it means. Now, Aaron, I want to get your thoughts, and Amanda, I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, when we do these Reawaken America Tour events, I just want to let you know what happens behind the scenes. And Aaron, you see it probably more 
Um, I've tried not to give people your cell phone number so you won't be subpoenaed as well, but now you're being subpoenaed as well, so we can talk about it, okay? Yeah. Basically, everybody connected to the tour gets subpoenaed, okay? Mm-hmm. And what happens is a lot of people will reach out to me, and this is what they'll say. This is what they'll say. They'll say, you know, if you don't have Amanda Grace, you're not going to have as much persecution. You can get bigger attendance. This is what they'll say. The, the, the political class, I mean this. Mm. Or they'll say, Clay, if you if you would just not have, if you wouldn't have Lance Wall now, you'd get bigger attendance. Because if you wouldn't have Pastor Phil Hotson Pillar, more people would show up. Love if you didn't people. make it a religious thing and you just oh, made yeah. it political, then down. you it, it, would, it would reach more people. Right. And I tell you. That's people, what the beast of politics does. It wants to overtake, overshadow, eclipse. Right. It would, and I'm, I'm not going to throw, I'm not going to mention specific names because I don't want to get people, I don't want to get you sued. I don't want to get you deplatformed. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just trying to give you an example. Okay. So we did the first, the, the first event in Tulsa. Now, right before the first event, we did, uh, Aaron and I put the thing together in 45 days and that's what happened. Okay. So I didn't think there was going to be a second event. So Amanda, we went to, uh, General Flynn calls me and says, Hey, Clay, can we do one more in Tampa? I said, sure. So we, uh, you know, put the flyer up. You can buy the tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. I told General Flynn, I'm passionate that people can name their price so everyone can afford to go. And that's what we're doing as we take the Reawaken America tour into Miami, Florida here in October. And you can get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. Well, as we head into Florida, I get a call from a big name, big name. And they called me and they said, hey, I love what you're doing with the tour. And I'd like to set up a Zoom call with you. And and, uh, I'd like to do it. I said, well, I'm going to have Pastor Jackson be on the Zoom call with me for accountability. So I'm on the Zoom call, just like we're on the same studio. Pastor Jackson is right here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. And uh, this big, it's a big name. If I mentioned their name, everybody would know their name. Okay. And I'm telling you, it's not Trump or people connected to Trump. It's people that are the, the RNC uh, rhino class. And they okay. say, Clay, we would offer you, we'd, we'd like to pay a million, a million dollars per event. And we just don't want the religious stuff in there. Okay. And we want to be able to give people equal time about what's inside the shots. And we want to not really, and if you can just take the religious stuff out of there, this is a firebrand. <laughs> Now, the person who reached out to me was connected to somebody who, quote unquote, today has a firebrand. And at their events, you're going to notice that they are constantly pushing the narrative that Elon Musk is a good guy. Mm-hmm. Every time they do a rally, a gathering, you're going to notice they won't mention that Elon Musk is dressing up like Baphomet for Halloween, <laughs> that he chose to marry a woman who's a witch, that Elon Musk wants to connect your brain to the Internet, that Elon Musk has said one of the big benefits of COVID-19 is the, the creation of mRNA-modifying nanotech. They're not going to mention that Elon Musk is on the same page with Yuval Noah Harari about putting brain chips in your body. They're not going to mention he's on the same page with Klaus Schwab about rolling out universal basic income. They're not. They're going to pray. They're actually going to get on the stage at an RNC mm-hmm. event and say, say Awesome. Elon Musk is awesome. That are gonna, they're awesome. going to do it. Also, you will not see ever a pastor or a preacher or a teacher. And I was told on the Zoom call, they said, if you could bring in the gay and lesbian community and let them share why they're for President Trump, you also, we could expand the $10 million per event, they said. They also said, if you would get off of your pro-life stance, every time every time you watch your shows, you're constantly saying that Jesus is king and that you're always talking about the pro-life thing. I said, well, it's called baby murder. That's what abortion is. And they go, well, why, you, you can't talk about that. If you just... It's, and I said, hey, you know what? It's been a fabulous Zoom call. It's been fabulous. I love it. Um, we're 90 seconds in at this point. Uh, it's been a good time talking to you guys. We're done. And now this group has gone on to organize people. I encourage you to look online. You'll find out who it is, folks. And they're getting people together. And what they're doing is they're saying, don't talk about the shots. Right. Don't talk about pro-life. Encourage the gay and lesbian community to join us. 
and praise Elon Musk. They're actually being told these talking points yeah. and never, ever ask what's in the shots. And so all I can say right now is when I when people come to the Reawaken Tour, Amanda, I'm finding that people are getting in line to, to, to be prayed for by you. People are they're they're gathering at, at their the largest when you when you when you have a sold out event there are certain times people look at the agenda and they go oh Clay Clark is speaking at three thirty four I'm gonna go get a lunch break you know but then they look at Amanda Grace and they go oh let me be there for that I gotta make sure I, I don't want to miss that stage, because yeah. people want to hear the the, the biblical perspective yeah. so I'm saying all this to say is this is a spiritual battle mm-hmm. these people. Yuval Noah Harari, he's being praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. This is why this is a spiritual battle. And if we don't know what the gospel has to say about these things, we are going to be misled. Now, Yuval Noah Harari. Throw throw one quick thing out there. At the end of our first event, Clay, the number one response we got from everybody there was, I came to this event called the Health and Freedom Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Called it. And they said, I didn't know I was going to a revival. We didn't know either. That's what they said. Yep. But because of all the people we had invited, and because you came to me, I remember when we were in the middle of trying to plan that, and you're like, I need you to like think of those people who are like those spiritual people we can get there. That's what we need. We need the spiritual thing, people. If this thing is going to happen, we need it's the spiritual people. That. I, I told you that. You did tell me I that. I said, give me the people that aren't I the said, squirrels. You need to call Amanda Grace. I said, no, be, no bogus people, real people that follow Jesus. Now, you've all known right. me. We he do. Knows to bring in the quote-unquote religious people. Yes, he does. So he did a talk on May 14th, 2023. Everyone can look it up. Go to YouTube right now and type in Frontiers Forum. You've all known Harari, Frontiers Forum. And he gets the Tower of Babel behind him symbolically as he says this. the big screen behind him is the Tower of Babel while he's talking. This is what he's trying to build. And this is a Nimrod, you're in dangerous territory, sir. This is what he says. Here we go. The most important aspect of the current phase of the ongoing AI revolution is that AI is gaining mastery of language at a level that surpasses the average human ability. And by gaining mastery of language, AI is seizing the master key, unlocking the doors of all our institutions from banks to temples. Okay, Ma- Amanda, what is wrong with that? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, he's saying this out loud, and the audience is going, yeah, this guy's awesome. What are your thoughts? <laughs> you know, the interesting part about this is he's doing all of this, and he's got he's got Babel in back of him, and he's, and he's doing this. Well, apparently, he didn't study that account very well because Babel was never finished. God confused their languages. He actually, he said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, let us go down and confuse their languages. And so if their language is a computer program, I would look for this babble to come down by something serious going wrong within their programming. If this is the babble, then I would look for that pattern and something similar to occur and the language is to get confused because this is what destroyed that babble. That is so profound. And again, you guys know the Bible. So when you hear these things, you connect the dots. And I encourage anybody who's taking notes or anybody who's leaving comments right now, I encourage you as you're listening to this, really dive into the Bible because God, you know, he prophesied these things would occur in the Bible. And Aaron, this is one thing that you uh, pointed out to me a long time ago and, and you and others, but I mean, you were one of the first people to mention it, that 27% of the Bible is prophetic. 
right? And 73% is historical. And a lot of the teachers and preachers that taught me growing up uh, taught me primarily that the Bible was historical. That's the way I was educated. So to me, the Bible was more of a historical thing. But back to you, Aaron. I was just going to say, it's really interesting. This is the second time I've seen this clip and seen him standing there in front of the Tower of Babel. Yeah. And if you don't understand the entirety of Scripture, I think it's really easy to miss what happened here. So the Tower of Babel was because they were all speaking one language, they were able to accomplish anything, and they were building this tower to God because they wanted to be God. The interesting thing is God confuses their language, as Amanda said, and it fell. Well, the reversal of the Tower of Babel is what happens in Acts chapter 2, when God takes all of these Jews who are in Jerusalem at that time, and they're all there in Jerusalem, and they're all speaking different languages, and he unites them where they all hear Peter speaking in their own language, and then it's the outpouring of the gift of speaking in tongues, which is to have a heavenly language which bypasses the devil being able to get in the middle right. of it, and you pray out the perfect will of God. I believe that what they're trying to do and him talking about that AI is the new perfect language is really the counterfeiting of speaking in tongues. That's what artificial intelligence and, is and trying quick, to be. Quick nerdery update for anybody out there that doesn't do code, just so we're clear. Okay, if you go to the right, if you go to a website today and you right click yeah. and you click view source code, you go to any website at all, just, just right click view source code, you can see it. Um, but the internet, the way the internet is, the way the internet computers view, uh, uh, content, even this content right now, is zeros and ones. It's all binary code, yeah. zeros and ones. And so for many, many years, um, all nations have been communicating um, using what's called the World Wide Web. Now, CERN invented the World Wide Web, and they chose to call it WWW so that it would be 666. If you look at a monster can, monster energy drinks, that's 666 on there. Look at the CERN. They called CERN invented the World Wide Web, and they called it WWW, which is 666. So since the invention of the World Wide Web, you'll have a nefarious coders, let's say in China, working with nefarious coders in America and nefarious coders in other places, and they can communicate in a way that other people cannot discern. So it is, in fact, a universal language that was created. And uh, also another universal language is music. And mm -hmm. Satan is the was the great musician, and he communicates often horrible things in the universal language called music. And so a lot of times there are satanic, um, lascivious, uh, dare I say, um, Jezebelian um ideas that, that, that Satan wants to put into Japan. He wants to put them into America. He wants to put them into Canada. And it's hard to do that through the spoken word, but through music, they can sow seeds of this uh, Ishtar sexuality everywhere. And that's yeah. how the whole world unites. So that's why when you see a World Cup soccer game, they can play a super dirty, nefarious song that's super sexual. And American people and people in Brazil and people in China, they all cheer because Satan's using those universal languages. So I could not agree more with what you just said. Now, here's uh, more you've all, not because anybody wants to hear it, but because this is what the World Economic Forum, this is who's leading the way here, folks. This is the guy leading the war against your families and your kids. Here we go. <laughs> that you don't really need any religion, you don't really need any government in order to have morality, because morality is not about obeying a certain set of laws that is coming from, from outside. Morality is about suffering. It's about reducing suffering. Okay, I'd just love to get your thoughts on that, Amanda. He says, you don't get morality from God, he says. Morality is so much more than reducing suffering, you know? I mean, morality has to do with 
with the conscience and with actually like having a measuring rod of what is actually good and moral and godly because morality came from God. That is why in Noah with the flood, Noah's family was literally separated out and were the only ones because all morality had been lost in the rest of the world. And every all of men's thoughts were evil at that point, all of them. So he thinks that they could actually control morality without the presence of God totally. Uh, I mean, the presence of God totally removed. They could do it. They can't because that happened already and the flood had to happen to clean it up. Now, Yuval, just so we're clear here, his name, his name is Yuval, which in Hebrew is Jubal. And you say, why does that matter? He writes and reads entirely in Hebrew. So every time he speaks publicly, unless he's doing certain interviews, he speaks in Hebrew. Okay, so in, in, in Hebrew, his name is Jubal. The name Jubal first appears in the Bible in Genesis related to Lamech. So this is a descendant of one of the first sexually perverse okay. people in the Bible. And the name Jubal means father of music or a tributary with which other streams grow from. And then uh, it's Yuval, it's Yuval Noah Harari. So Yuval, like, so father of music, and then Noah, like, as in the days of Noah. And then Harari means mountain dweller. So think about that for a second. I mean, his name is, is wild. He's also openly gay. He rejects the God of his fathers. He wants to ban the eating of meat. He's calling for the changing of all times and all laws. And he is a biblical scholar. So I want to be very clear on this. He doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge, uh, he doesn't uh, reject the, the uh, existence of the Bible. In fact, he's read the Bible and he teaches the Bible at a Hebrew, at a Hebrew university, the, the Jerusalem university, but he now he advocates for satanic ideas. So this is kind of who you're dealing with here now now what he's doing right now is he's calling for everyone to sacrifice for him so he's saying i want to be very clear he's saying right now that the only way to stop climate change which he believes is the biggest threat facing us all is we all need to sacrifice our most basic needs listen to this in order to solve the climate crisis mm -hmm. we will need to give up Yes, exactly. a lot yeah. of our most cherished needs. Yes. Okay, Aaron Antis, let me get your thoughts. He's calling for a worldwide simultaneous sacrifice of our basic needs to solve the problem he thinks is the biggest problem, which is climate change. Well, I mean, in the book of Genesis, which I assume he's read since, like you said, he's at Hebrew University there in Jerusalem. Um, it says that from this point forward, day and night will continue to happen. Seasons will continue to happen until God decides that that's going to change. So no matter what he says, he is not on the side of truth because God already said, hey, I created this planet. I gave it to mankind. Mankind gave it up to Satan. Jesus came and gave us back that authority over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, every creeping thing that creeps upon the face of the earth. He has given us dominion over this entire world system that he created for us. It's not going to cease to happen. You can call it climate change, climate crisis. I know when my dad, when I was younger, my dad used to say on the news, they used to talk about global cooling. Oh yeah. Leonard Nimoy was big into global, global cooling. Oh, yeah. So global cooling was going to be a thing. Then they thought it was global warming. Then they had to call it climate change because they weren't sure if it was cooling or, or warming. Now we just have random cities being set on fire, uh, incinerating just, people. It, it's insanity. And anybody who with a straight face can sit there and listen to them talk about a climate crisis. I mean, that's crazy. Now I am I, I do believe in taking care of this planet because God gave it to us. I am very respectful of that. We are stewards of the things that God gave us. But there are so many resources that he's created for us here on this planet. We haven't even begun to tap into what he made in this earth. I mean, when we make new discoveries about, you know, when penicillin was created, 
that was a thing nobody knew about for, you know, how many thousands of years and all of a sudden, oh, we discovered something that God had put there from the very beginning. I believe there is an unending supply because I know who the supply comes from. So. Now, I, I want to play this clip here. Now, this is, I'm going to switch gears for just a second. The Bible talks about once the Euphrates River dries up, you're going to be able to uh, see um, this, this, this satanic presence that will be able to bring down fire from heaven. And that's Revelation chapter 13, verse 13. I'm going to pull this up so I don't misquote the Bible. Never want to misquote the Bible. Revelation chapter 13, verse 13. And by the way, anybody who goes to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket to join us on the Reawaken America Tour in Miami, Florida, if you use promo code Amanda Grace or promo code Ark of Grace, or you just say, Amanda told me about it, um, you're entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass. Um, also, you can name your price, so everybody can name your price. But if you use promo code GRACE, you have a chance to win a backstage pass. You can request those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. So it says here, Revelation 13, hey, 13. I just going to say Yeah, go for it. Yeah. On the backstage pass. Yeah. It's really fun because I get to be the person who brings people back for the backstage is, pass. Yeah. And I always come and get Amanda. I'm like, Amanda, they want to meet you. I'm like, I've got all these other people that they really, they just want to meet Amanda. They do. And it's fun because every time I go get her, she's like, of course, I'm glad that you are like so gracious. And you're going to, you're going to see, I mean, Eric Trump will be back there with Amanda. You're going to see Laura Trump. You're going to yeah. see president Trump's entire uh, inner circle, Cash Patel, Alina Haba, his a new uh, uh, attorney spokesperson. Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro will be there. Yeah. So yeah. revelation 1313 13 reads, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, switching gears, okay? Go back to, think about, think about, it, in your folk, think about it in your mind, folks. Maui, fires, okay? Really listen to the profundity of this audio. Okay, here we go. The local time zone. This is going to blow your mind. Travis found the following. Get ready. The Olinda fire was ignited at approximately 1047 p.m. on August 7th. At this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD 53299 was directly over the location. So a CCP satellite is directly over the location when the fire started. Let's continue here, folks. The, the Lahaina fire was ignited at approximately 6.37 a.m. on August 8th. At this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD 55836 was directly over the location. Hmm. The Kula fire was ignited at approximately 11.30 a.m. on August 8th. At this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD 53299 was directly over the location. So think about that. Either the, either the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, was flying over to go, wow, that's a heck of a fire. We should probably put that out. At the exact time it started. I mean, so either, either we have to believe that the, that the Chinese... Uh, scientists and, and military, these people that, that are openly atheists, we have to believe that they are somehow prophetic and they're going, you know, we should probably fly over Hawaii to see how they're doing. And at the exact <laughs> time they fly over, shoo, the fire starts and they go, oh no, we should call, we should call our fearless leader and make sure that our supreme leader uh, knows about this so we can put it out. Either we have to believe that or we have to believe that the fires could be intentionally started. Now, I want to be very clear. Why am I bringing this up? Because a lot of Christians right now are being deceived in Mark chapter 13, in Matthew chapter 24, in Luke chapter 21. Aaron, I'm seeing this in my office. Mm -hmm. There's a billboard when you drive to my office, and I'm sure you've seen it on 169, mm -hmm. and it tells you to not pump gas anymore during the day. Yeah, I've seen it. Because climate emergencies are here. Yeah. And unfortunately, I, I had a young lady there today, true story, and I said, how are you? She said, I'm doing okay. I'm like, the car's on E. 
young lady working here. I said, your car's on E. Okay. You're going to fill that thing up. Well, with the heat warnings, I don't want to, I don't want to do it during the day. I guess it's bad for the environment to fill up during the day. I'm going, come on. And I'm starting to see people, man, do they come into the office and we got, you know, a lot of employees that work here. Okay. On businesses unrelated to the reawakened tour. And yes. I've seen people go, this is the hottest it's ever been my whole life. And I'm like, no, 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 you are 70 years old. And therefore the hottest time of your life was not now. No. And they're going, what? And I see people who are in their 60s. This is the hottest it's ever been. I'm like, no, no, no. That means you've been watching the mainstream media. You don't have just cities like Hawaii that incinerate an entire community. You don't have the, the water turned off so you can't put out the fire. You don't have the police show up to block off roads. Right. You don't have a failure for the alarms to go off. You don't have just a random coincidence that the kids are staying yeah. home and are incinerated by the fire. You don't have FEMA blocking off the ability for families to go visit their home to see if their animals survived or if their children survived. Right. You don't have that kind of thing happening. You don't have people painting their roofs blue, which, by the way, is the only color that cannot be incinerated by these lasers you don't have roofs being painted blue at scale by wealthy people right before what kind of billionaires say i think i'm gonna paint my house blue what i mean this is the kind of stuff you saw this is a concerted effort but again revelation chapter 13 13 tells us that he could do great wonders and make a fire come down from heaven on the earth and the side of men it doesn't mean that you've all know a harari is god no 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 no. it means that these people false gods lower g lower g people that are aspire to be Nimrod, people that are fascinated with Gilgamesh, people that love Ishtar, these kind of things. Amanda, these, these people exist. Oh, yeah. yes. They're trying to deceive God's people. And I'd love to get your thoughts on that, Amanda, because I see a lot of great people that are being deceived right now. Well, this, this is where we have to hunker down in the word of God. And the church has to get serious because part of the church skims over this. And this is not meant to be skimmed over. This is meant to really be dug into and get some deep roots in people so they have the sharpened discernment and are equipped with the abilities to see what is happening and see how the kingdom of darkness is attempting to advance in the earth. And the problem becomes when there's shallow roots, when a tree has shallow roots, what happens? It can tip and fall over easily. And there's a lot of people walking around right now with shallow roots that the second something is said, all of their faith just goes timber down. There it is. You know, and you did an interview last night uh, with Jonathan Kahn and everybody yeah. who missed that interview with Jonathan Kahn. Uh, I've gotten to be you know friends with Jonathan Kahn over the last couple of years. And Jonathan Kahn, I'll tell you how our relationship works. He's always researching and he goes to the Bible first. And uh, uh, every once in a while, he'll reach out and he'll kind of be looking for facts related to certain things that he that are the Bible is unveiling. And he's sort of looking for those facts. And so Jonathan Kahn is someone that I heavily endorse what he says. And I thought your interview last night with him, I think prophetically, you two connect, you flow, but you both are really un, uh, you're unrelenting uh, followers of God. Um, I, I think both of you, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because you're on the show. I think you both have an ability to take your personal personality and put it over here and let God speak through you. Which is difficult because I'm not giving you a backhanded compliment, but this just in, um, Jonathan Kahn and Amanda Grace aren't people that don't have life problems that happen outside of their broadcast. But you could be having a broadcast. You, I'm serious. You could be having a problem with an animal or a problem with things that happen off, off stage, off mic, off whatever. And But that doesn't come in through the prophetic word. And I think you're very 
um, disciplined with how you deliver the prophetic word. You're very irreverent for that. You recognize what that means. You never make it about you. Jonathan Kahn never makes it about him. And so I, I put you guys in a different level of respect with that anointing. And uh, Kevin Zadai is somebody that I think is very accurate with his biblical teaching. And on 2022, he said this. This is the final clip I wanted to play for you guys. So this is Kevin Zadai following a Kim Clement. He's great. With Nimrod. Okay, so Nimrod, Nimrod was a Hakaborum, which is a in Hebrew means a mighty one, just like Goliath. Hakaborum, a mighty one. There were mighty ones on the earth in those days. So Nimrod was a Hagaborum in Hebrew. Now, when Babylon fell and God came down and confused their language, he fled. And you're not going to believe where he fled to. Ur of the Chaldees. And he changed his name. And you can see his initial on a symbol today in the Masons. Because he was the first Mason. It's a G. Because he became Gilgamesh. So mystery Babylon that's talked about in the book of Revelation, it's being built. It's the hidden dark side that is working behind the scenes. Mystery Babylon is the Masonic line. Okay, and again, Yuval Noah Harari was working on the Gilgamesh project when Barack Obama found him, and Gilgamesh is what's being found now as the Euphrates River dries up. Amanda, let me get your, your thoughts there. You know, what's interesting is that he just said something, Kevin Zadai, in there. Oh my gosh, I'd have to hear it again. He just said something that was super important in the middle of that because I was trying to listen to the whole thing. You know what? Let me think about this for a minute. I'm going to defer to Aaron for a minute and I'm going to think about it because this is super important, something he said. Yeah, I think that in, in his comments, it's interesting because there are, first of all, you can say the Masonic Lodge. You can say all these different things you can say ai it is it is the one and same spirit of antichrist working in the world but i think amanda's getting ready she's she's found that that verbiage go ahead you can finish if you want Aaron, and then i mean i just that, that was what i was taking from it i just feel like it is the one there is just one spirit that is coming against all of God's plans all throughout creation, and it comes from Lucifer. I, I think this, this shows why you've all know Harari is relevant. I mean, why he's the best-selling author in the history of the world right now and what Obama saw in him. He was working on the Gilgamesh Project, and that's what we're finding as the Euphrates River dried up. And The Bible told us in Revelation 16, when the Euphrates River dried up, you'll see the false prophet show up, and they call him the prophet. So to me, it means God's a pretty accurate uh, guesser. Uh, uh, Amanda, I talked to a very, very secular uh Again, I'm very, I should be very discerning on how I mention people, but this is a guy who doesn't believe in Christ. Therefore, I would have to say, knowing what I know now, he might have the Antichrist spirit. I don't know, but he's a very successful, patriotic person, right? And uh, he says to me, you know, if I were gambling, I would take Christians with me. And I said, what? And he goes, the Bible is so accurate. It's crazy how everything that was written in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 is happening. I said, what? He goes, 
you clay you talked about it on one of your shows and i went in and read it and it's all happening mm -hmm. and so uh this is a guy who doesn't believe in god yet but he's saying wow it's so accurate that it's happening this way and again for a lot of people they've never read the bible in all their whole life so this is all new information for folks but man i would love to get your thoughts there okay so first okay i remember what i was going to say there's a reason it's called mystery babylon and not physical Babylon, out in the open Babylon. There's a reason it's called mystery because it's mysterious. It's happening behind the scenes. You know what I mean? It's being done undercover. And that is why I believe it's called mystery Babylon because it, it when you read a mystery novel, you don't know what really happens till the end. Right. Right? You're led on till the end and that's like, bam. Well, that's what's happening. A great all of this is being built and constructed, right? All of it, all of it on seeds. And then bam, at the end, it's all out in the open. Uh, and so I think what's happening and, and why the Lord has had to allow certain things he's had to allow now is for people to be so shaken hmm. and, and, and see death and life placed before them. Right. You know, the Lord saying, choose to say who you will serve, that they will go and take a look. Even atheists, agnostics be compelled to take a look at the scriptures and go, oh, my goodness, this is so accurate. Yeah, How that's what's is this so accurate. That's the reason I listened to your show. I mean, I, I was looking up all this stuff and I found out the models are false. It said 2.2 million people would die and the polymerase chain reactions were false and the treatments were real. And I'd met with the governors and governor people and I met with the elected officials and lieutenant governors and all of them, all of them would say, well, we would never do a lockdown in our state. And then they did it. <laughs> and uh, uh, Aaron, you know, started talking to me about your ministry. And uh, I, I thought it was a, a crazy idea. I thought it was probably one I won't be watching. And so I told Aaron with the subtlety of a missile, nope, hard pass, not going to happen, not going to do it. And she did. And then Aaron goes, just watch one Amanda Grace broadcast. Just watch one. Just watch one because she'll say things that God has revealed to her. And that's what the, that's the seat of the prophet. That's what she does. She walks in that authority and she will share a prophecy and then she'll document it. So you can go back later to verify that it happened. And that's what got me listening to your, your uh, program. And I would just say this in closing for anybody out there. If you, if you, if you go to time to freeamerica.com and you join us on the reawaken America tour, there are three big benefits that I think you will find. One is the speakers, man, they need encouragement. I mean, yeah. some of these people, these doctors, these lawyers, these household names, your Eric Trumps, your Cash Patel, your Alina Haba, they might seem bigger than life to some people, but they're people that are really going through this life and they're doing everything they possibly can do to save this nation. And when they connect mm -hmm. with you and you pray for them and you give them a hug, it means the world to them. Second is I think you're going to leave encouraged. You're going to leave inspired. Hebrews 10, 25 tells us not to forsake the gathering, even That's as right. we draw closer to the end. And so when you come to these events, you're going to learn about election fraud and medical fraud and religious fraud and monetary fraud. And, but you're at the end of the day, it's all back to God. That's why we do baptisms. That's why we do praise and worship. That's going to happen. Then finally, this is big here is that I believe that right now, this is go time for Christians. This is our time where we need yes. to go out there and share the gospel. I mean, we need yeah. to become evangelists. People always ask me, what do I, what am I? People ask me, Clay, what's General Flynn like? I said, General Flynn is a struggling evangelist. That's how I would describe what we're doing right now. He's getting yeah. there though. We praying for him and we praying him right there. I mean, yes. seriously, he is out there. He talks about Jesus more than a lot of pastors do. He do. Does. He's he unapologetically on our team. He's learning more about the gospel every day. And so again, if you go to time to free, 
freeamerica.com. You can you can request tickets for the Reawaken America Tour, Miami, Florida. I'll pull up the dates real quick. That's Miami, Florida. Coming up here, Trump Doral, Miami, Florida, October 13th and 14th. Also to Larry, California, December 15th and 16th. You can also download the Reawaken America Tour documentary for free there at time to freeamerica.com. And if you're looking for jobs that don't require the shots, which by the way will become increasingly hard to find once they do the next round of lockdowns, you can find those jobs at time to freeamerica.com. And you can always name your price to our events. But if you use promo code Grace, you're entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass, which I would describe as a life-changing event for the speaker and for you. So again, folks, we want to see you there. And Amanda, thank you for letting me talk about these things because it's it's helpful to, to hear what the other side is saying and then to break it down from a biblical perspective as only you can do. Thank you so much, Amanda. Well, thank you, gentlemen. It's been wonderful to have you both on again. Yeah, it's been good being here. I'm working on my paleness, folks. When you see me in person, I'll be even more pale than you think. Thank you. And and, and I have to I have to give everybody also like a public disclaimer. One of the other reasons, and the Lord uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, that Clay tuned in is because he liked the fact I had a pig. This is and true. That's a true story. I love animals. I love animals a lot. We have four goats. We have about 40 chickens. We've got, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of these kind of things. I have a turkey. And uh, so uh, I kind of live off the grid while living four miles from the grid, I think. So yep. Amanda, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you. Thank you, gentlemen. Wonderful to have you Take on. Care. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Love you. And that was Clay Clark and Aaron Antis. It is like when they come on, it's like, it's like buckle up buttercup because it's like being on a roller coaster without a seatbelt basically. <laughs> and it's kind of fun. So I hope you learned quite a bit from this. Clay is very good at, at gathering this information and then putting it out there and us being able to have a discussion from a biblical basis. Look, I'm not even kidding you. Here's my Bible. Look at all the sticky notes. I'm not, this is what it looks like right now. Real time. This is what it looks like. And I got the cockatiels whistling in the other room. I don't even know if you could hear them, but they are whistling away. So it's always nice to have them on. Um, Aaron is a graduate, as well as his lovely wife, Deb, of Rima Bible College. Uh, so it's always wonderful to have him on as well. And it's been wonderful to be with all of you during this time. And I was just going to put up at the end, before we end, because we always like to give viewers a choice here, see who fits you best, but Clay knows them as well. So we have Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, and you can go to bh-pm.com and, and basically uh, see if that is a right fit for you. We also have Kirk Elliott. And Kirk Elliott, also very knowledgeable, also in the markets and what's going on in the world, knowledgeable from a biblical perspective. You can also contact Kirk Elliott as well. We actually have a website for Kirk Elliott that we use with him, but you can decide who you like, basically. There it is. You can decide who you like and who's the right fit for you. Uh, they both are knowledgeable in their own right. They will be coming on in the next few weeks and you will get to ask them questions. So we just wanted to put that up at the end um, as we're closing out. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been writing in about the Jonathan Kahn interview. Praise the Lord. The Lord moved. That's all I can say is the Lord moved during that interview. And that was just amazing. And we hope to do many more in the future. So thank you, everybody who wrote in. People were texting me saying how amazing it was and they were watching it. And it was it, it was just it was just prophetically it, it was amazing and it flowed and I give all glory to God for that. 
Uh, and so we wanted to just uh, thank everybody for that as well. So I hope you enjoyed your time here today, that you uh, learned a lot and uh, that you, you know, that you basically will go do your own research and you will take what we have given you and you will go deeper with the Lord for yourself. That's what we always encourage. And the word of God says, if you believe, on, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. So those of you who've been teetering, those of you who have walked away, those of you that have fallen away, those of you that never have, now is your time to do that. Confess Jesus Christ as Lord, that, that he died on the cross for your sins, that he took on your sin, that he redeemed you, he set you free, he made you a new creation in Christ. When you do that, you become a new creation in Christ. And that is your starting point of one of the most incredible relationships you will ever have with Almighty God. Jesus Christ. So we encourage you to do that today. Please write us if you do do that, because we'd like to get you started with some just some study material, a, a really good Bible. So write us if you're doing that right now. If you feel that pull, that is the Lord. That is the conviction of God falling on you. And please, please, please answer that call. Thank you for that. Hello at arcofgrace-ministries.com. So we will announce when we're coming back on. I may be back on this week. Uh, so I'm, there's some things with the Lord I'm putting together. I'm hoping, hoping to have it together for later on in the week. So we definitely will announce when we were going to do that. And thank you everyone in the chat. Thank you to the moderators and our Ark of Grace team for all your hard work. Where's Chet? Chet is just singing in the other room with his new girlfriend. So uh, we're still tallying up the naming contest that we had for the new cockatiel, who is now Chet's girlfriend. Now we're going to have to get them married, and this is just going to be a whole ordeal. But they're, they're singing in the other room right now. I'm surprised you didn't hear them because it was pretty loud. But I will make sure that Chet will be on a... Uh, upcoming broadcast. His girlfriend hasn't been handled that much. She was taken in as a rescue by someone who rescues birds and given to us. So we have to work with her still, but we will definitely do videos of her and pictures so you can see her. She's she's quite pretty. Uh, she's got some personality. And that's the first time Chet ever saw a cockatiel ever in his life because he's been an only bird uh, before he came to us. And then when he came to us, he's been in with different kinds of birds. So he's never had another of his own kind. So guess what? Two by two, they came to the ark. Is That's what's happening. Two by two, they came to the ark. Now we've got two cockatiels at the ark. So God bless everyone. Thank you for joining. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91, every single day, speak it. It is like a contract. It is a declaration. It has so much power. I also encourage you the Lord's prayer. This is how Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. It is the order of that prayer that is so important. I encourage you to do that too. And to just armor up, armor up Ephesians six. God bless everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I have to tell you something, they work. 
it is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar anxiety pain neuropathy to immune system boost dog pain they are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma we are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them when you connect it to your body the skin patch changes your brain waves sugar this one is neuropathy I actually have it on and we use this on Toby actually because Toby's about eight years old and from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips so we actually give him the doggy pain patches what was he doing he was running oh yeah <laughs> I mean I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace doctors mark and michelle sherwood of the functional medical institute in tulsa oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs in fact i am a patient of the functional medical institute and god bless dr sherwood because chris was a tough nut to crack on this but after over a year and a half chris is finally on board he is a patient of dr sherwood's and him listening and and implementing what dr sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life so if you are interested and curious as to what they do if you'd like to make an appointment if you'd like to see what products they have because they have some amazing products go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace thank you you want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code arc ARK to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day 
called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world, with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to amandagracegrows.com god bless hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about reawaken america i have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking, and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The Word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free and this is what we are doing at reawaken america you get biblical truth you get a foundation of the word of god and you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in america and the world and i am humbled and honored that general flynn and clay clark would even let me be a part of this and People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.